it. They have their storybook ending. Howdy, everybody. Welcome to the Wrexham Texan. My name is Jake Green, and I'm wearing my funeral blacks today because um, we have been knocked out of the FA Cup. Um, we did not slay the giant. Um, it was quite a brutal game today. It was not <laughs> the most enjoyable. Um, even the first 19 minutes up until Andy Cannon's goal was not that enjoyable until that moment. Uh, we started off sluggish like we have been recently, though, to be fair, they are 31 spots ahead of us in the football pyramid. So um, it it wasn't a catastrophe, but it definitely was not a day to be remembered um, for basically any reason whatsoever. Um, before we get into the game and uh, the future matches and the league table and everything, uh, I want to remind everybody, the places where I am most active are Instagram and Rumble. Um, Rumble, if you're not, if you're watching this on anything besides Rumble, I would advise you to go over to our Rumble channel. It's just called Wrexham Texan because I host other podcasts that tend to get our YouTube channel strikes. Um, <laughs> so eventually I am preparing for the maybe inevitability of our YouTube channel getting banned, um, which would be extremely unfortunate, but it is what it is. I can't really help it that much. I'm not going to censor myself. Um, they're just going to have to keep giving me strikes. So going over to Rumble, Wrexham Texan is the channel over there. Peaceful Sea Productions is the user, um, which is my company. You can also watch this on my website, peacefulsea.network, um, streaming live right now. So and then, yeah, uh, Instagram, I'm most active on there because I, I like the visual format. I like uh, posting pictures, posting videos. Um, I did not do a red hot take today because I was preparing for this, um, though normally after a game, I do a red hot take one minute of just me, my initial gut reaction to the match. So, um, yeah, that's it for housekeeping, y'all. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. Let's watch some highlights or... Uh, more appropriately, some very, very low lights with one tiny little highlight. <laughs> um, here we go. Blackburn Rovers versus Wrexham at the Blackburn Rovers Stadium. Um, Got to say, this banner ad back here um, wasn't distracting 90% of the time. But when that stupid heatable advertisement was on there, it I can't believe people don't suffer seizure seizures from that dad gum ad because it was incredibly distracting, vibrating my eyes. Um, it was just zipping across that thing and couldn't find it more annoying. So um, anyway, uh, boycott heatable is, is what I say. <laughs> I don't even know what heatable is, but I did tag them on, on Twitter <laughs> in a post. So here we go. All right, let's watch these highlights. Here. The ref called the linesman called the correct call because he was offsides, but man, 
What an eye. And then here's our one moment of glory. Great play all the way around. Great steal, great pass, great finish by Andy Cannon, the Lion King. Um, what a shot. What a moment. I lost my mind. The dogs in my house uh, were terrified, sprinted to the other side of the room. I was, I almost, uh, I got really dizzy from faint. Screaming bloody murder. So um, understandable why the dogs did not enjoy that. But it, Cannon, what a touch, what a finish, perfectly placed. There's no way on earth the keeper could have stopped that. It was beautiful. Um, Cannon and Cannon was one of our few good players today. And then right after this, we just kept the momentum going for a minute. And we that was a great save. And then that save was unbelievable. That save, I think, may have saved the game for them. Because if we had scored again right there, I think they would have they lost a lot of momentum. Um as soon as we scored our first goal, if we'd have put one in the back of the net right there, I think, I think that would have been it. Um, at the very least, we would have, we would have kept it competitive. And then, I mean, they just went to town. That was an unfortunate deflection. He was going to save it, got deflected the opposite direction. Not much he can do about that. Um, Oconquo, I generally love Oconquo, but that was not his fault. This, however, was absolutely his fault. Horrid horrid goalkeeping um in no way shape or form should he be taken out should he be benched but man he made some bonehead moves today um i have some theories as to why which we'll talk about after this fantastic pass fantastic finish they i mean they really obliterated us y'all um they just got angry after we got the momentum for 10 minutes and they just went to town on us um I don't even know how to pronounce the dude's name, but he almost got a hat trick. And this, oh my gosh. Yep. Yep. Poor defense. Oh my gosh. I wish Elliot Lee had curled the other direction because I think he would have blocked it. Um, would have been far better. But there it is. Full time. Just utter domination by the Blackburn Rovers. Good on them. They're not having the best season, but... Uh, you know, they're still better than us. They're in the championship league. <laughs> we are down in league two. Um, yeah, I don't know what was going on with the Conquo today. He made some real bonehead moves. He like took off out of the goal box twice. One time they should have scored and one time they did score. Um, my theory is that it was his first game playing without his mask since he got injured and without his like skin tight black mask. And I think that, um, taking that thing off maybe gave him too much confidence or, um, I don't know, or just confused him because at halftime he put it back on and played much better the second half. <laughs> um, so, I mean, he, you know, he still let in um, another goal, but that goal wasn't really his fault. That goal was going to go in anyway. So I think that it is my theory. <laughs> Probably has nothing to do with anything. I don't freaking know. I am not a goalie. I've never been a goalie. I play, sometimes I play goalie in a rec league, but um, other than that, I don't know anything. <laughs> it maybe just wasn't his day. Maybe he just was told to do that. I don't know. Um, 
either way, it was terrible and uh, should not be repeated. I normally, like I said, I'm a huge fan of Oconquo. I want to sign him. There are some dum-dums I saw online talking about how he's just not that good. He's just the best that we have right now, and we should look for someone else. That's idiotic. That dude is so good. Um, Arsenal wouldn't have him if he wasn't so good. I know he's in their lower leagues, but um, they would not hold on to him for this long if he wasn't good. And he is absolutely good. He's he, Plus, he's tall. Um, he's super young, so he has a lot to learn. He's got a ton of potential. And you just don't get rid of somebody like that, um, especially when he's done really well for us. Uh, anybody complaining out there besides this game? This game, I understand some complaints. But don't call for his head because dude's still awesome. Um, still fully support Arthur Oconquo. Um, you can't. Can't judge anybody by just a single game. Um, let's get into some stats. They're all very depressing stats. I mean, this is a very depressing episode. I was hoping to come on here and have something to celebrate, um, get more people watching, but no one wants to watch a depressing podcast. So <laughs> I imagine uh, the audience out there um, is going to be much smaller considering the outcome of the game. So possession, I mean... Possession doesn't always say everything, but my goodness, 68% to 32%. Terrible. We could not maintain possession. And when they had it, it was just like they were toying with us most of the time. Um, you, there was never, a, there were rarely moments where you thought, oh, we might actually like tackle them and take the ball away. There were maybe twice that, that actually happened. Um, it was, just utter domination from beginning to end, um, aside from that little five to 10 minute section um, from about 19 minutes to 27 minutes where we got a few, was it 27 minutes? Yeah, yeah, 27, 28, somewhere in there. Um, let's see, we had six interceptions, they had three, they had one offsides, which was fantastic call. Would have been a goal, I think. Would have been counted as a goal in a League Two game with a League Two referee. Definitely would have been counted as a goal in the National League. Because um, that guy was offsides by, I'm like, maybe his elbow. Maybe his elbow was offsides. <laughs> he was off. You could tell he was off. But it was microscopic um, how close he was. Uh, we both won two corners. I mean, shockingly few amount of corner kicks in this game. Uh, good. Lord, y'all, 752 to 343 on passes. And what is that? Uh, let's see. A fifth of our passes were long passes. It's because we couldn't move the ball around. It's because we couldn't do our short passes because we couldn't maintain possession because they were everywhere. They were all over us. They were in the passing lanes. They would not let us um, play our normal game. And like I said, they're not the best team in the championship. They're mid table, mid to lower table, but they are in the championship league and it showed today because they had their skill players knew where to be and how to just wreak havoc on our passing system. Um, yeah. When, when, 20% of your passes are long passes, it's because they have to be because you're just trying to, get the ball down the field because you couldn't get the ball down the, down the pitch before um, with our normal 
normal style. So their passing accuracy was also 90%. <laughs> they had a phenomenal game, y'all. Um, yeah, good on them. Good on them. They're, I mean, that was – it was hard to watch, but, uh, you know, still beautiful. Like, their, their, their game was beautiful. Passing accuracy in our half was 84%. I'm not even going to talk about our statistics most of the time because they're so abysmal. Um, 14 to 11 crosses. Let's see. On the attack, they had double the amount of shots we did, which isn't surprising. Um, but they had quadrupled the amount of goals we had. So their accuracy was obviously far, far better than ours. Um, we're one out of nine. They're four out of 18. What is that percentage? Ours is 11% goals to shots. Theirs would be, what is that, 22%. Is that right? That can't be right. No. 44. No, that can't be 44% either. Am I an idiot? Am I doing math completely wrong? Probably. <laughs> uh, divided by two, two, uh, that's 22%. Yeah. Okay. 22%. They had a 22% uh, goals to shots percentage. Um, shots on target. They had eight. We had five uh, shots inside the box. They had 14 shots inside the box, many of which I thought were going in at any moment. I thought it could be another goal on top of that. Um, our shooting accuracy was somehow better though. I don't, it's just cause we had fewer shots and the few we had, I mean, there were a couple that, maybe could have been dangerous for a moment, but most of our shots were easily saved by, by their goalie. Uh, our tackle success rate was 71%. We had 17 tackles, man, that seems way higher than what I remember. Uh, I need to go back and watch the, watch some of the highlights again. Cause we, the, the extended highlights, the three minute highlight we watched is all I could sit through for this podcast. There's a nine minute highlight video out there. Um, but I don't want to watch it again. Uh, fouls conceded seven to six, uh, one yellow card. Yeah. That, uh, Garrett, I think was it him that got the, the yellow card? Where's, uh, where is it? Yeah. Jake Garrett, that dude was fouling like crazy the whole game. Um, he had a bunch of fouls. I'm surprised, um, he didn't get a yellow card sooner. He just kept fouling and fouling and fouling and they weren't close he just kept taking out like cannon and lee um i think he took out mullen once uh yeah jake garrett just kept fouling it's driving me nuts um so those are the stats i mean like i said it was a learning experience um it was a reality check i would say um and sometimes those are needed like and necessary and it's okay because you're not going to win every game. This is sports. You can't, you're just not going to win every game. And sometimes it's nice to be reminded. It's not nice to be reminded, but it's it's good to be reminded that we still have a lot of work to do to get up into the championship league. Um, we still obviously we got to make it through league one, um, up to league one through league two, which I'm still 100% confident we'll make it out of League Two this year, but um, it's nice to be reminded to not get such a big head, to not be so overly confident, to maybe think more strategically. Um, 
obviously this doesn't apply to fans. It applies to players and coaches and um, all the staff who are making decisions behind the scenes. Um, but there are times when a team can get overly confident and that includes, includes the coaching staff and the managers and everybody, because um, they'll make decisions that they wouldn't normally have made. They'll be brash. They'll take risks that they shouldn't have taken. Um, and it's every now and then this is, this is an ideal game to be reminded that we still have, you know, that we're a league two team, that we still have a ton of work to do and a ton of players to add and um, uh, training to do a bunch of, we have so many good players with so much potential that this kind of loss, you would hope if we acquired the correct players, um, you would hope it would motivate them to, to work even harder than, than they did before. Every now and then you're going to have a player who this kind of loss or this losing, um, just losing in general is more of a defeatist has a more of a defeatist, um, impact on them. Uh, and you hope that, uh, Parkey and, and his staff have acquired the correct players that don't succumb to the pressure of losing, um, that see losing, hate it, bounce back, work harder and, um, really go for it the next match. So that's what I'm hoping happens. I'm hoping that all of the little issues that we saw today, all those issues of us not being able to pass, not being able to get the ball in the right lanes, not being able to dribble where we wanted to. Um, definitely Okonkwo. I mean, he has, he'll be fine. He just has a lot of work to do. Um, I'm hoping that all of that will be looked at, analyzed like deeply and uh, we'll make some moves. Um, I mean, it's almost the end of January. I don't, I haven't heard anything of us getting any new players, um, any transfers. Um, we have what, two days left to get a transfer. I don't know if there's going to be some last minute thing like Luke Armstrong last transfer period, but uh, I haven't heard of anything. So it doesn't seem like we're going for anybody at this moment. Um, we could be, but I don't, uh, I know nothing about it. So it seems like uh, we are sticking with our squad and, um, and I, you know, I don't have a problem with that right now. I, th I think we're still extremely good um, as long as we can stay healthy. And we went over all the injuries last uh, last episode, and it's a lot. And you would just hope that that people will be fully recovered before they come back out onto the pitch. Do not rush people's rehab um, and their healing, because that just means they're more likely to get injured next time. And uh, we definitely don't want more time missed. Um, because we rushed a player coming back. Uh, here's some other results from the FA Cup this past weekend. I believe uh, Blackburn is going to go face Newcastle, who beat Fulham 2-0. Who else? Let's see. Sheffield United got smoked by Brighton and Hove. Um, Albion? I don't even know how to pronounce that word. Whatever. Um, Manchester United beat Newport County. Liverpool destroyed Norwich. Watford and Southampton tied um, or drew. The whole tie and draw thing in, between 
American English and British English is infuriating. Uh, let's see. Wolverhampton beat up on West Bromwich. Um, what were there any other crazy games? Leicester destroyed Birmingham City. Another draw for Leeds United versus Plymouth. Maidstone beat Ipswich two to one. Close game. Let's see if they're what the. Let's see. There was a 43 minute goal, 56 minute goal, and then Maidstone took it away in the 63rd, 66th minute. To, to win the game and held on. Interesting. Um, let's see. Man City beat Tottenham 1-0. Uh, oh, my gosh. Bournemouth beat Swansea 5-0. That's crazy. All right. So that's, uh, yeah, that's the FA Cup. And would it have been nice to have another giant killing under, under our belt? Obviously. Obviously. I had predicted 3-2 for this game. Um, I got the total number of goals correct. Um, there's there's that, I guess. I got something right. <laughs> oh, no. My uh, red light went off. It, uh, ah. Apologies, everybody. My red light went off because I forgot to daggum plug it in before this. There we go. All right. Red light back. Um, yeah, it's the FA cup. Yes. It's a big tournament. Um, and it's loved and cherished and watched by millions around the world. Um, which doesn't really make me feel better now that I'm talking about it that way. Um, the whole world just watched us get destroyed. Uh, yeah. In prime time on a Monday night, it, yeah, that, that doesn't make us look good. Um, I think that will definitely make some people be like, ah, yeah, Wrexham's just not there yet. Um, I That would make a lot of sense, actually, now. I think they wanted it on a Monday night because they wanted a lot of eyes on it because of Wrexham's profile. Um, but the game was obviously disappointing to any football fan um, that was just tuning in to watch good football because... It, I mean, they just toyed with us, y'all. They, 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 they murdered us. They're passing. They passed the ball fifty, no, a hundred percent more than we did. They had a hundred percent more passes than we did. They maintained possession for sixty-nine percent of sixty-eight percent of the game. Uh, you're just not going to beat that. Uh, you'd have to be so lucky or put in. All of the shots on goal is basically, I mean, literally, we had five shots on target. We had to have put all of them in in order to win that game. So, yeah, not the result we wanted, but may I remind you, this is what we're here for. This is what we want is one of these top three positions at the end of season play to be filled with that name right there, Wrexham. Um, right now we have 52 points Stockport, uh, with a game in hand to Stockport who has 57 points. Mansfield has 51 and we are in second place with, uh, 15 wins, seven draws and five losses That loss column. I don't like that. Um, we're not so used to that, uh, over the past 
couple of years now. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's not my favorite. And we just lost two games in a row, which is almost never happens. Um, I think Ryan Wass of me, the wife and Wrexham said in the ch in a, uh, chat that we're in that, uh, that Parky's never lost two games in a row. And I guess technically since Parky wasn't coaching cause he was yellow carded on in the stands. Um, I guess technically he still has that, that streak going, but, um, in reality, it's still his squad and he did, you know, we did lose two games in a row. Uh, not ideal. We've also in league play, we've lost two out of the last six, which is just abnormal for us. I don't, we're just on a cold streak. I don't think Mullen is his usual self. He is definitely not playing at the level he played at last year. Um, I don't know how much of that was the injury. I don't know if he, if that's like a mental thing for him or if it's like even a physical thing for him that he just can't play the same way. He doesn't have the same lung capacity or endurance. Um, it's, it's strange because there were a, there was uh, at least twice tonight that I thought he should have at least put a ball on goal. One of them was a phenomenal cross by Ryan Barnett. It skidded underneath the Blackburn defender and Mullen. Obviously, uh, this is, um, you know, I'm a couch coach here. Like, I'm just, uh, I'm not the player, but it just looked like if he'd have just planted he could have stuck his foot out and taken the ball because um, it just went right behind him, just skidded right behind him. There was, there was that, that one time. Um, then another time he had the ball in the box by himself. No, none of our other, our players were there. Um, just a couple defenders. And he made a move that seemed like a lazy move where the defender just easily just tapped it away from him, just tackled him super easy, um, which was, Surprising. I really thought he was about to score because of the position that he was in. And then he just gave the ball up. Um, yeah, I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe he's just, uh, maybe league two is just that much more difficult that, that he's struggling a little more because Elliot Lee is still our top goal scorer. Um, he's still crushing it this year today. Not so much. I mean, everybody had an off day. Um, except Andy Cannon. Andy Cannon hustled his freaking legs off and uh, got a goal to to uh, reward him for that. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been going for 27 minutes now, and it's just depressing when we lose. <laughs> I just don't like it. Uh, but the one good thing about playing on a Monday night is it's one fewer day to wait until the next match, which is Salford City. Um, Salford is 19th in the table. They have 31 points at the moment. Uh, let's see. What are their last few? Um, their last few, they've they won against Crew Alexandria, um, drew against Bradford City, they won against Crawley. Then they drew against Forest Green Rovers, who are terrible. Um, they lost against Accrington, and they lost against Grimsby Town. 
Um, so we play them on Saturday, 3 p.m. GMT, which means what, 10 a.m. here in the Eastern time zone of the United States, which is where I currently am. That's one thing I'm not looking forward to about moving to Montana is these games will then be at 8 a.m. for me, which is just like one hour too early. Uh, I don't like it. And then when we have, yeah, every now and then we have that even earlier game where I have to wake up at like 3 a.m., which I can't complain too much. I know Rousey over at Two Beards um, had to do that today to watch the FA Cup, but you know, I'm not him. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Let him do that. Uh, he can he can wake up at 3 a.m. to watch to watch football. Um, I think if we don't come back with a vengeance and score, I'm going to say five nil. I'm gonna say five nil away game. Um, I think this I think this is a this will be a very telling game as to how we react to two losses in a row, something that definitely hasn't happened in a while. Um, I think that, I mean, my prediction is bold. I understand that. But I think if we're not angry enough and pissed off enough to score that many goals, uh, we might be headed in the wrong direction. Because you don't want to lose three in a row. Um, Obviously, I mean, you don't want to lose any, but three in a row, ooh, that that's a different feeling than just losing twice in a row. Um, you begin to maybe lose some confidence, maybe lose some hope, maybe start doubting yourself, maybe question some of the some of the strategies that we've implemented. Um, yeah, yeah, I think Salford City, I think we fully have the capability of of bouncing back full strength and just pummeling them into the ground to make a statement that we are not going to lose our spot in the top three. Um, yeah, that's my thought. That's my thought. Five nil away game, our best away game of the season by far. Um, when was the last time we won an away game? That's 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 an interesting question. Let's put that up on screen. Um, matches. When was the last time we won an away game? All right. Uh, lost a Newport. Um, all right. Shrewsbury. Uh, it was one nil January. Oh, that's FA cup. <laughs> Doesn't count. I'm not counting Shrewsbury. Is, is, is that, um, let's see. Lost to Walsall away, Swindon Town. December 26th was the last league play game that we won on the road. And we won 1-0, um, and Swindon is mid-table. Salford is the low end of the table. They're in the bottom six. I think we got this, y'all. I think we can do it. Um, that's my prediction. I'm going bold. I'm going 5-0. I'm going... Um, Depending on who starts, I'm guessing Mullen and Lee will get three goals between them. And then looks like Mindy might be back playing. Um, I know Barnett started today, but I think Mindy might be playing on Saturday, which means I'm going to go with the Mindy goal as well. And then 
I'm going to go with the late Ollie Palmer goal because I don't think he'll start, but I wish he would. I, I wish I miss Mullen and Palmer playing together. Mullen and Dalby, I don't think works. Um, it's not my favorite combination. I, I think Mullen and Palmer have a much, have much more chemistry together and can anticipate where they're both going and have played together a lot longer too. Um, so I, I just really wish, uh, I really wish those two would start together, um, at some point or even just play together. Anytime Palmer's in the game, it's cause Mullen came out, it drives me nuts. Uh, yeah, we all. Thank you all for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm sorry it's not under better circumstances. Really was coming on here expecting to celebrate, expecting to uh, to just have an epic victory away game, FA Cup versus a much bigger, much bigger team than us, much bigger club. So disappointing day all around, but still have hope for the future, still think we can bounce back from this and, and do just fine. So um, go follow me on Rumble and Instagram. Those are the two that I primarily use. I am on Twitter every now and then. Um, and my clips from this show post to pretty much everything. So uh, yeah, go follow me over there. <sighs> Next week, we'll be at a regular, regularly scheduled time, which is 5 p.m. GMT on um, Sunday, which is also noon Eastern here in the United States. So tune in then. Until then, up the town. My soul, oh, your heart, you're gonna see it. You're gonna see it. And if you knock my soul, oh, with all your strength, you're gonna find it. You're gonna find it.